to all of our listeners uh we're we're starting to get some subscribers we're starting to get some views so we do like that uh we thank you we appreciate that uh anybody new to the channel uh be sure to to subscribe you know watch all the videos as they come out you know we're working on numerous topics here uh but you know usually they uh pertain to you know everyday uh The best way to say it, let, let's just go back to the one-hour car ride. You know, sometimes you learn something new. Uh, sometimes you have fun. Tonight, we're going to learn something extremely important. Uh, we're going to talk to Brian Moretz, uh, who has impact defense. I'll let him go over all of his platforms and give us a little more detail on that. But he is a, you know, very big into self-defense and all the things that go along with it. And he's here going to going to shed some light on some things for us and then we're going to have some fun with the talk so with that being said welcome to the show this evening brian how are you doing i'm doing well thank you how are you i'm doing i'm doing excellent thanks for asking um so you know bringing you on here uh i think we're going to be probably in the uh somewhere between 50 and 20 episodes by the time we put yours out okay uh, but you've got me beat uh so you just <laughs> You hit a hundred episodes, so congratulations! And thank you, thank you. you know, tell me a little bit about your uh, your podcast, your your platform, and and what it is you you're doing on a daily basis. I guess. Uh, well, it, it kind of all got started my uh, my primary second at our school. We were talking, and she helps me out a lot during uh, a lot of <clears throat> a lot of seminars and stuff like that. And we were talking about the fact that we would like to get more information out there to people. And uh, so it just started with us just sitting down and kind of just having conversations about self-defense and ways people can stay safer. And uh, it's lasted two years and I'm kind of shocked that it's lasted two years, but yeah. So that's, so in the two years you've, you, you've done a hundred episodes alone, yes. but that, that's yep. impressive. But then also you do all the videos and everything, right? Oh yeah. We do a lot of videos for YouTube and uh, those generally go out to Instagram and facebook and uh, tiktok we're just we're everywhere so um you know you guys talked about it you got the idea but do you have a background in this is that how it allows oh you absolutely to so for me personally i started uh in 2000 actually january of 2000 uh, i'd always loved martial arts i thought it was the coolest thing in the world when i was a kid and um we just couldn't when I was a kid, I think my mom was scared to put me in there because uh, uh, somebody scared her to death, thinking I was just going to get beat up and broken and everything else. So yeah, it, was, uh, it was a big unknown back then. Yeah. So I, I got married. And a month after I got married, uh, I looked at my wife. I said, hey, I've always wanted to do martial arts. I'm going to go over here and start taking martial arts. Is that cool? Um, <laughs> so you got a late not. start, but hey, you did what you wanted yeah, to do, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, I got I got married pretty young. I was 19 when I got married, so 19 when I got started in martial arts. Started out traditional martial arts, um, and then that kind of fueled over to I wanted to fight. Man, I enjoyed martial arts and everything, so I started fighting. Uh, did some mixed martial arts and kickboxing and stuff like that. Um, and for some reason, my wife did not really enjoy watching me jump into a cage and fight another dude. So, uh, yeah, win or lose, she didn't she didn't like seeing it. So. Uh, eventually she, she kind of talked me out of it. And as I was looking around, I had a, I had a full-time job. I had a martial arts school that I was running. Uh, I had a daughter, uh, and I thought, well, yeah, maybe, maybe it's, and I was 29, 29 years, old. years old. Yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. uh, but after that, I moved into uh, doing self-defense and, uh, combatives and stuff like that. So I, I mean, started it, has doing, to, it has to be, uh. What's the word I'm looking for there? Um, my long pauses, I'll definitely cut out the show. I'm sorry to do this. I'm drawing <laughs> no, a blank word, but, uh, you know, it has to make you feel proud, I guess would be a way to say it, you know, that you're helping people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And she, she knew, 
she knew me and she knew my heart. So when I said, Hey, I'm thinking about getting into this reality based self-defense stuff. She was like, yes, please go for that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I guess I, I definitely want to make that a big portion of the show, but you know, being that you said you fought for a while, I have to ask some questions on that. Okay. Um, being that you did a couple different, did you ever box or did you just do kickboxing and martial and MMA? So I started out in, in mixed martial arts. Okay. Uh, that was kind of the first, I watched UFC one, uh, you know, I loved those things. Um, so when I had the opportunity, I started off fighting mixed martial arts after I, I did that for a while, I did get offered a professional boxing, uh, debut okay. and, um, I ended up turning it down. Uh, cause that was right at that time where I said, you know what? I think I'm just going to walk away. Uh, yeah. It's from fighting and everything. So I had a few offers on the table and I just decided it was time to probably quit. So, so I guess where I was going to go with that, you know, it being that you've done the different things, even if they're practice or, you know, uh, whatever you call scrimmage fights, but kickboxing, boxing, UFC, which one hurts the most? Uh, well, you know, there's, there's something about being on the ground and some dude sitting on top of you, punching you in the face that I think is just kind of emotionally hurting. Uh, so, I mean, they do say it's the safest of those. I it think. really, yeah. And I agree with that. 100%. Yeah. I absolutely agree with that. But I mean, I yeah. guess it's because it's so quick. It's not, you know, as much on your brain. Is that why they yeah, say it's yeah, see, yeah. Basically, the idea is that when you get hit, you get dropped and you get you have that time to allow yourself to stand back up and kind right. of get your sense about you. Your brain is already concussed. It's yeah. already, you know, you already have you're injured already. And then you hop back in there and you get hit again. And it's just like it's injury on top of injury on top of injury to your brain. Whereas right. at least with MMA, man, you get hit, dropped and they jump on top of you and start punching you in the face. It's over. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can't your brain can't swell up over the 12 rounds of boxing. Exactly. Yeah. Oh man. Did you ever have any injuries when you were fighting? I mean, uh, injuries. Yes. But like any serious injuries, no, nothing too serious. I guess the worst thing was just a broken nose. Um, yeah. so You'll I fought, yeah, I, I fought in, um, a few smaller shows. Um, and I, I did real well. Uh, I got picked up by a, uh, large organization in our state. And, uh, when I went in, my very first fight uh, with them, I went in and the very first punch of the fight, I got my nose broke. Um, <laughs> so that was kind of not the way I wanted to start. The fight didn't last, but about a minute and a half. I, I did end up winning. I choked the guy out, but I mean, it woke I was, you up pretty quick though. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a lot of blood. So, so now that you've kind of moved away from that stuff, I mean, still, you know, I'm training, do you spar and stuff and training. Oh, absolutely. Or, yeah. Um, are you, are you training others or are you kind of focused on the self-defense stuff now? I've got, I've got a few guys that, uh, that still, that kind of want to fight. I yeah. did, when I stopped fighting, I did train some other guys for a while. There's something about, I, honestly, I'm a competitor at heart for that kind of stuff. So it really, really drives me crazy that I can't be the one in the ring. Yeah. Um, cause I'm just like really super competitive and, there's something I don't, I don't get into coaching as much as I get into actually fighting. Um, right now I like working with them I mean, as far as now let me back that up cornering, cornering in the ring to me, that is the thing that I was not, I'm not as into now. I love coaching and I love teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, I love all of that, but when it comes time to your actual fight time, it, it absolutely drives me crazy that I can't get in there and do the fighting for them. Um, <laughs> so it's just i don't know i'm weird no it's that's fine i mean everybody has their preferences you know if you're right there you'd rather you'd rather be the one doing it instead of yeah. watching your, your person get hurt too <laughs> um so i guess now that you've kind of moved into this realm are you are you doing anything live or are you doing most everything through like the the platforms that you have like with impact defense we actually yeah. still do most live um, oh, okay yeah so we are teaching, uh, I'm teaching self-defense seminars. Uh, we go around where we do abduction prevention stuff. So we'll work with uh, different organizations and stuff. We'll have people bring us out. Um, we'll go teach, like I said, abduction prevention. We teach women self-defense. We teach, we have this one thing we call Defender. Uh, it's a 20 hours over three days, Friday, Saturday, okay. Sunday. And we are doing everything from your mental 
preparation for self-defense to, to physical striking, grappling, all the way down to uh, knives and blunt force and are you guys, firearms. Are you traveling at all yet, or are you doing it mostly in your home area? We, yeah, I've done some traveling. We don't travel really big. Uh, we are in North Carolina, and we we have things around North Carolina. We go to Virginia. Uh, I'll teach yeah. in Virginia, and I'll go down to South Carolina and teach in South Carolina. Uh, but usually we stay in these three states. Okay. So I guess, you know, leading up to, you know, any of the audience that watches or, you know, maybe people that, that come for you and watch the show, but like, I don't want to steal like your, your thunder or anything over at your platform, but like, can you like break down some basics maybe for audience members to, oh, to kind of, you know, the basics of self-defense, where you can start and then, you know, like, you know, maybe how you can help people that maybe come over to your platform. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now I love doing that. Uh, we actually just finished up teaching a private lesson with a family. Uh, and that's kind of what we were doing is a lot of the basic stuff. So, yeah. you know, the number one thing and everybody says it and I know it's true, but still yet the number one thing is awareness, paying attention to the things that are going on around you. Uh, there's this thing called Cooper's color code. Okay. And that. yeah, it's, it's basically five colors. I think Jeff Cooper actually only originally had four, but somebody added in the fifth one and we really liked it. So we stuck with it. Um, but at first level is white. And that is when you are completely and totally unaware of anything that's going on around you. You're just completely in la-la land. Uh, what happens a lot of times we see is people walking around Walmart or somewhere with a phone in their hand and they're just paying attention to that right. phone. Yeah. 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 Um, or, or somebody's just off in their own head or whatever. Next would be yellow. And yellow is just a state of awareness, just a basic state of knowing what's going on around you. Okay. Paying attention to people uh, and, and things that are going on. And that that's basically where if you're out in public, you should be in a yellow awareness kind of state of mind. So like you, you said, I, uh, we called the first stage white, correct? Right, correct. Okay. So yeah, I mean, you say walking around on your phone, not paying attention. I mean, that's more often than people would like to think because looking yeah. back on, you know, I, I, I've thought about times today where that was me. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and I tell everybody when we were teaching seminars and stuff like this, we're going over this kind of stuff in seminars. I'll tell everybody straight up, you know, it happens to everybody. I don't care. This is what I do for a living. And this is all that I do. And it's all that I have done for the last, you know, five, no, it's longer than that, man, seven years probably. Right. But still yet, uh, I'll be walking into some store and I'll get a text or something and I'll pick that phone up and I'll start. And my wife will elbow me and she says, you teach this. Why are you doing this? And I was like, yeah, it's habit, man. We all, we all screw up with yeah, that. You can't let your students see you out there in public. Dude. I know that's the truth. Uh, believe me. And actually I teach this enough where sometimes if a student, uh, I have to be really careful because if a student sees me somewhere, uh, adults or kids alike, man, they don't mind coming up and say, Hey, were you paying attention? Did you see me before I got to you? <laughs> sure. Yeah, because that yeah, makes your whole, <laughs> everything you just taught them, hey, go out the window for me, it doesn't count. Exactly. Yeah, we, exactly. Pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but also I get to use that on them as well too. So if I right. see them out in public, sometimes I'll sneak up on them that, and say. That makes it even more fun, I'm sure. It, it <laughs> That's does. That's just my bonus of them coming to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but um, anyway, yellow, that's just where you should always be. Honestly, if you're in public or in any place where there's going to be public, you need to be in yellow. You need to be paying attention. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have orange and orange is like you, you're, you see something that is a possible threat. Okay. You walk out of Walmart or Target or wherever, and you see some sketchy looking dude in a sketchy looking van and you know, you make a, you make a plan, say, okay, well, I'm just going to avoid that situation and go around him. Maybe yeah, you know, if I'm parked on the other there. side. So yeah, exactly. We know, we know what that's called. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then red would be that place where you are completely and totally in the situation and it could be verbally and it could be physical, but if you're involved in that situation and in that self-defense situation, that is condition red. Okay. Um, the, the last one would be condition black. And that is that freeze. You know, you hear fight, flight, or freeze. Condition black is the freeze. Um, unfortunately, I can't count how many times I have seen a surveillance video of some young person, male, female, whatever, 
and they're standing in a store and somebody walks up to them and just you see them stiffen and they just freeze up and then they just walk away with an abductor. Uh, and that's heartbreaking. You know, that's absolutely heartbreaking. But what happened was they were probably in condition white, not paying attention to things that are going around you. Somebody come up, completely startled them. And what they did was they jumped straight to black. And then they're just completely frozen and then willingly walk away with someone because they just don't know what else to do. So I guess, yeah, I know there's, I'm not trying to simplify it. There's way more to it. But like you said, if you can, if you can see the colors, you know, white, yellow, orange, red, and know what's going on, you have a better chance of, uh, what's the word for that? Diffusing the situation or absolutely being yeah. able to overcome it. Diffusing or diff, I'm sorry, diffusing or right. avoiding either one, yeah. you know, uh, the goal is avoidance. I get people asking me all the time. I mean, I had somebody ask me tonight during this family's uh, private lesson. They asked me, says, like, have you ever been in this situation? Have you ever, you ever been, had to be in a fight, had to use this stuff? Mm-hmm. And, and my, my point is, in every one of those situations, is I fought full contact. Man, I got, you know, I got in the ring and I did all that. Yeah. Because of other jobs that I had, I have been in situations to where I could have fought. And even sometimes when I was justified to fight. But I was able to diffuse the situation and to calm the situation and talk the situation down and get out of there. So avoidance is always the number one thing. If you can possibly avoid it, I don't give a crap if you're the baddest man on the planet. Man, walk away from that if you can. Well, and that's what I we try to get really everybody cool to do. what you're doing because I have, <laughs> I've never even considered thinking about it that way. You know, when I think self-defense, I think people, they're trained to, to get away from or subdue you know, an abductor, but like, yeah, that's definitely a part of it. If every person does that, I mean, you're forgetting about not even doing that. So you have a much, much better chance if you avoid it all, like you said, so you be aware of these type of things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had, I had a situation where I had a friend and this was through a job that we had. Uh, he had gone after someone that had, uh, stolen some stuff Mm -hmm. and, these two guys come out. They were threatening to kill him, threatening all kinds of stuff. I pull up right behind him. I get out. I come around, and I start to diffuse the situation immediately as soon as I realize what was going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to calm everybody down so I could get him back in my vehicle and we could leave. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, kinda, that's super important. <laughs> now, come to find out, those guys were convicted felons from another state. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, you don't want to get messed up with all that. But that's you never know who that person is. So, exactly. I mean, like you said, you're better off to to learn these steps to be able to avoid. You you were saying right. avoid, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's a huge part. And I think like you said, maybe your um, maybe your platform, maybe your videos, you know, for, for anybody that's not aware of that stuff, sounds like a good place to at least check it out, you know, get a yeah, get yeah. a basic understanding. Yeah, a lot of our stuff, especially our podcast, really, really is talking about a lot of the the middle stuff that you do, mm-hmm. or just the stuff that you can do to avoid. I mean, it, sometimes we talk about home defense. We just been working on a series on home defense. And talking about setting your home up where it's less likely to get broken into. Yeah, a lot I mean, of it's just talking about your love. Fresh on the plate, like I, I, if you're okay with it, I enjoy this. So, like, give us some of the stuff you're talking about with the home stuff right now, if that's something that's fresh. Yeah, I mean that's fun too. Um, so. Really, it's just setting your home up in a way where it's less likely for somebody to break into having motion lights, uh, motion motion detecting lights on the outside of your house, yeah, uh, and you can, thing. yeah, because uh, criminals are going to want to avoid a house that's very well lit up. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and I say this all the time. I mean, this is this is a big one. I feel like I, I hit on a lot, but n- not many people have heard it. If you go to your front door and go to the strike plate, there on your front door. Uh, where your deadbolt especially goes into, pull those yeah. screws out. They're like a half an inch long. Okay. Instead of those, take a three or four inch long wood screw and drill those into those same holes. The difference between everybody talks about like, no, nah, I got this big, heavy door. Your big, heavy door is not going to do anything. It's not the door itself. It's the door frame in most yeah. cases. And most of the time, there's a little half inch screw in that strike plate and that's going to bust right out. So somebody's not kicking through your door. 
Yeah. So by taking that three or four inch uh, wood screw and putting that in there, it drills all the way into the frame of your house. So now you take a door that take, would kick in with just simple one kick and make it, you know, seven, 10 or more kicks to get in. Give anybody in the house more time to exactly to do things, whatever yeah. they're going to do. So that's like two very, very simple points uh, right yeah, there. I like it. Yeah, that's, I mean, those, you've got yourself a cool platform, you know, people, there, there Appreciate is a it. need for that. So, I mean, you found, yeah. you found something that there's no way people can say they, these things can't assist them in some way, I guess right. would be the best way to say it. Yeah. So who do you do the channel with? Uh, so primarily it is, um, uh, my daughter, Kylie, she's 15. She's, uh, she's really kind of not quite as much anymore. We kind of backed off of it a little bit, but mm -hmm. she was mainly the big face of our TikTok channel because she did okay. a lot of stuff for kids. So a lot of the stuff where we're talking about things for kids, she's the one doing a lot of the talking, a lot of the teaching. Yeah. Um, she teaches kids martial arts classes on a regular basis anyway. So it's just a natural fit. And then uh, a girl that, or I say girl, a uh, young, young woman that, that helps us out uh, as well. She's an employee of mine. Her name is Jada. She okay. teaches a lot uh, for women and, and kids as well. And then we have Gentry also uh, who helps, especially with the, the women uh, when it comes to self-defense stuff. So, Yeah, so you've built, built yourself your little team already. And you're, yeah. you're out oh, there yeah. making changes, making things better. That's awesome. Um, you know, I, I, I appreciate hearing that you're out there doing that for people. That's that's a good story. Um, yeah. What have you had the uh, the most fun with thus far through your through your couple of years that you've been doing this? What has been the, I guess, the most fun part of it? I mean, I guess, uh, do you enjoy the videos or is it more like the live in person training stuff that you enjoy? Oh, okay, uh, definitely the live in person training. Uh, I, would have I, to I, I enjoy the videos. Uh, I think a lot of that got started a lot of the video stuff we've been teaching in person for years. I've been doing that since about 2005. Um, but like get actually getting on video and doing a lot of stuff, video that really came about really when COVID came around. Cause we had to do something, you know? Yeah. Uh, so we really pushed it out there and started uh, teaching stuff on YouTube and, and the podcast and everything else. I mean, I guess, you know, if, if it wasn't a good time, obviously, but if you yeah. look at the opportunities it brought with it, maybe, you know, you can find the positives and things, I guess. Right. You dig hard enough. Yeah, I, I try my best to find the positives and everything. <laughs> it's a good outlook to have. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you told, we were talking about kind of like small talk stuff and, and uh, you, you know, you just had mentioned how like you're so tied up with this. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you're so busy now that, I mean, you dedicate a lot of time to this, I'm sure, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't keep up with my hours, and I don't really want to keep up with my hours. But, yeah. uh, but you know, I love it. Um, I think that we was my wife and I were actually driving toward the beach one day, and we were talking about business and stuff like that. And there was a podcast that a guy t said to in your business always choose impact over income. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about that. I was like, yeah, I feel like we definitely have chosen impact over income. I love working with people. I love impacting people's lives. And that's why, you know, everything we do is impact. It's because we like to, the, the goal is to, to help people. And, uh, yeah. and, and we have, you know, through the years of doing this, now almost 20 years of teaching, um, it's, it's, you asked me what the favorite part is. The favorite part is always the difference that we've been able to make in someone's life. Yeah. You know, you get to, I mean, I, I'm guessing you do because, you know, I'm sure there are people that say you, you help them, you save them, but do you get to hear those stories where, you know, they put into use things that you guys have worked on together? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, good. <laughs> yeah I, I had a, a, a lady, she was, she was a student of mine for quite some time. And uh, she was actually in a Walmart and she had someone following her around and she had to deal with that situation. And, and thank God that never went physical. Right. You know, but like that was one of those things where she said, you know, I never would have noticed him if I hadn't, if I had been training with you, I never would have noticed him. I would have known this was going on, you know, That's all awesome. this stuff. I wouldn't know what to do, where to go and all this kind of stuff to kind of yeah. be able to get to my vehicle safely. Um, yeah. 
and then we've had people like uh it's actually as a guy is uh, is an instructor with me uh when he's been with me since he was like six years old and uh and now he's an adult and it, it blows my mind but he was uh he was bullied when he was a kid okay. and and he had to deal with some situations where he ended up having to get into a fight with some you know a couple guys because yeah. he had allowed them to bully him and allowed them to bully him for so long and he just he had to finally stand up to him and we did it it went physical and i think he had about two or three fights but after that point nobody ever bothered him again um, yeah i mean it, it's tough that's not the route you want to see things go but I no mean, absolutely people. That's, but that's you know if it's going to come to it at least the fact i've given him the tools to be able to protect himself in those situations right right i mean yeah, so. you're, you're benefiting them and their families so i mean it, what you're doing is awesome and you know yeah. I, I hate to say this but like you can't jump into that and be making hand over fist money so i mean you started oh, gosh, no. because you wanted to help i've <laughs> been know? doing this forever yeah this is this is not an industry that people get into to make right. a tremendous amount of money uh right. but it is an industry that you can get into to, to change lives um uh, the, the one that kind of stuck to my uh, the most was a, a a young girl actually uh, disarmed another young girl that had a knife. Oh my goodness! And uh, you don't mom, want to hear that stuff, but that's no, great you that don't, you don't. But like, she's a former student, man. She hadn't, they hadn't been with me in uh, probably about a year. And the mom come up to me, and it's not been just a couple months ago. The mom come up to me, and she just broke down into tears, and she says, "I just want to thank God. I mean, I, I want to thank you that yeah. you have been there because, you know, I." She said, "I just did what he told me. I just did what he told me." And when this, this other girl had a knife, man, she would, she was able to disarm her and get that knife away and take control of the situation. No, I mean, so, I'll be honest with you. Like, even what you said here tonight, like, thinking about the colors and the situations, I mean, I, like, even just that information alone, it can change a lot of people's oh, outlook yeah. when they're out there. And, you know, that alone might make a difference to somebody. You know, <laughs> we might not have a lot of listeners on the show, but, like, you for your platform and, like, where you say that, like, those things stick with people, you know? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So and it's a, it's a good way to, you know, Hey, this is where I got it. Go back to the platform, you know, anything yeah. you want. Well, Hey, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty cool story. I'm glad you came on in here and shared that with us. Um, yeah. This podcast is actually the first time I've told that story about the girl. <laughs> uh, I, I hadn't told that to anybody. Yet. Great stories. I mean, that, like you said, you and your family have to just enjoy that knowing that you're making a difference like yeah. that. That's big. I, I commend you, sir. I mean, that's big of you. Thank you. Having fun doing it too. That's what's important yeah. as well. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Getting to see the benefits. Well, cool. Um, so you and I can talk now about, you know, go ahead and tell us all like your, uh, anybody listening, like one more time, it's going to be everywhere, obviously, but your platforms, where you're at, uh, where they can find you. And then we'll okay. kind of go on. Yeah. We're, uh, impact defense on YouTube, impact defense on Facebook, uh, impact defense on TikTok, although we don't post there as much as we used to. Yeah. Um, trying to get having back into it, but platforms makes it tough, doesn't it? It like does. It out. really, really does. Yeah. One of the things that we're trying to do more of now is really focusing really in on YouTube, YouTube, and then okay. taking a lot of that content that we're doing on YouTube and kind of dividing it out to some other platforms as well. Right. Right. It's making right. it a little more manageable. So we kind of left it, but you talked about we talked about your congratulations for your hundred episodes. Um, so what kind, tell us about that. Like what kind of routine have you gotten into with your podcast? Is that something you do weekly just so you can stay in the habit of it? Yeah, it's a, it's a weekly podcast and we, um, we, we'll get some different guests on here now and then, uh, most of the time it's just us sitting down talking. It's me and Jada and Kylie for the most part. Uh, Gentry has become a very, very regular guest. Um, and then we are talking about everything from, we've talked about abduction prevention. Uh, we've talked about how, how people will um, try to groom kids uh, online and take them, That's you know, stuff scary. like that. I know it really is. Um, we've had, we talked about active shooters. We've talked about, I mean, just all kinds of things. And a lot of ways it's things that you can do to kind of mentally prepare um, if a kind of situation arises. So, yeah, like you said, you can, you can prepare for the generalized situation, but like the, those situations like that, that, that are out of left field, like, all you can do is be ready, like like yeah. you're yeah. teaching people, because you're not going to be ready for that scenario. There's some no. there's some weird weird things out there. Absolutely, you know the biggest thing is we try to teach people to not be an easy target. 
I mean, if yeah. you can, if you can live, if we can live your life in a way where you are not an easy target, then people are going to try to choose someone else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, like you said that if, if, if that's what they're out for, they're going to find their target. It just, if you, if you do what you can, it, it wouldn't yeah. be you. Yeah. Um, I say, um, too much. I'm going to cut that out. I, I do too. I understand, dude. So, you know, we'll kind of move away from that. So we, we kind of, we talked about how you have your work and your family shares in that with you. So we can talk family stuff too. Cause you know, I got that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I had a couple of situations the other night that made me, you know, feel like my ears were getting up there, but I'm happy to, to chat with you and maybe I can hear some ears. So I'll give you my examples and see what you got. I was, uh, I felt like an old man. So like we say, they're old man things, you know, yeah. numerous yeah. things, but you know, you might be more, most, uh, understanding of old man jeans. Like yeah, I have my one pair of old man jeans that I wear outside to do everything. Cause they're like the perfect grass cutting, the, the perfect yeah. trimming. <laughs> you know, they get dirty. You just wipe the dirt on them yeah. in the washer when you get in. So another old man thing that I did the other day, I told my uh, kids they had to eat more dinner. I said it like three times. I'm like, no, no more snacks. You need to eat more dinner. <laughs> eat more dinner. Like, and I, I was thinking about it. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, that that right there is an old man thing. Tell them the damn kids to eat more dinner. Like, I remember like that would have been said to me when I was a kid. I would have been, you know, I would have thought the same thing. Like, screw yeah. you, dad. You yeah. know? <laughs> so, yeah. talking about old man things, is there anything that like, us chatting about that right now stands out to you as like something that you do that you would say is a quote old man thing. Oh, you know, I, so I have... another funny thing that I did just to, just to help your uh, brain start working. Yeah. I was in the, the pantry <laughs> and I walked into the pantry. It was a Saturday night. We had, you know, we had a, had a few drinks watching football, stuff like that. And I walked into the pantry and my daughter was in there and I started looking at the snacks and I looked over at her. Fancy seeing you here. <laughs> I must have been in there all night. I was making small tack in the pantry. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah, so old man. The dad thing, jokes, man. They never stop. Funny thing about, like, you know, just like the jeans. I was telling a story about my old man jeans that I wore uh, to the movie theater that night because they were comfortable. Mm. And I found myself wiping the popcorn butter on the jeans. <laughs> like, why would you wipe stuff on your jeans? But when they're like the outside jeans, you don't even care. You know, you just wipe yeah. the dirt right there and it's good. I do that all the time, much to the uh, dislike of my wife, but yeah, yeah. So old, I, when I, you know, if you don't have a top of your head old man thing, I can tell you that one of the things you do is an old man thing. I think watching the show Psych probably counts as an old man thing. Yeah, but my 15-year-old daughter loves that show too. <laughs> that is, I don't, I don't know what that show is. What show is Are that? you serious? Okay, yeah. The, so Psych is, um, it was like early 2000, I guess, I think it came out in like 2000 five six somewhere in that okay, range so a, okay i do know it then it's like a long running series yeah yeah yeah. it ran for eight okay. seasons uh but it's it's the guy who who pretends to be a psychic uh to help out the police department i do vaguely remember that it's essentially a retelling of sherlock holmes okay um it, it is it, you know it's just like monk is sherlock holmes psychic is sherlock holmes uh, so you know. I, I remember the the show and i you know now that you say that i have a show that is a lot a lot like that so if you ever start watching another show one that you could watch is called resonant alien have you ever heard of that i have not okay so it's a re it's a show on sci-fi channel mm -hmm. and I, you know i don't usually watch the sci-fi channel but i just happened to see this show and i watched it and the the premise of the show is it's an alien crashes on earth and he's stuck on earth so he has to like act like a human so he he becomes a human at like 40 years old and he has to like learn everything <laughs> okay and, and it like the first episode i remember he goes to a bar on accident and he gets drunk and he's an alien and it, yeah. it's an alien getting drunk and it's the funniest like two minutes of tv that i've watched because you know it's i remember like the first time i got real drunk like that that's probably what it felt like you know <laughs> there's an alien getting drunk that's a human so anyway i mean it's just a silly it's a comedy sci-fi type show i told some of my okay. other buddies that were on here about it but it reminds me of psych and it, it is a, a funny show so gotcha. if anybody watches i, I want to have somebody that watches the show come on here and talk about it because my brother and i <laughs> were gonna 
we're going to come on and talk about that uh, TV series. We watched the first season, but we didn't get to the second season yet. Gotcha. Yeah, I have a tendency so, uh, when I really like a show to watch everything up to the last season and never watch the last season. Um, leave, it, I don't, leave it a mystery. I, I don't know. And uh, finally, with my daughter, uh, she got into Psych, and she was wanting to watch it. My wife and we sat down as a family. I finally got to watch the last season. But, man, we've watched that thing. I think we've watched it through like three times at this point. <laughs> There's got to be a lot of episodes, aren't there? How many seasons is it? It's like 120-some episodes. I just heard somebody say it the other day. It's like 120-some. Oh gosh. So, yeah, I know. So uh, what the – we always go food on the show. Food is a big topic. Mm. Are you uh, – Are do you consider yourself a cook? I can cook. I don't know. Okay, see – so you're the perfect for this right here, then. So okay. you're like this. I know. I know your style. You're you can cook some things, but you're not. Yeah. But so like those some things, I'm sure you have one of them that you're really good at, and you make it all the time. What's uh, something that you would consider yourself like an expert? I love grilling. I'm a. So, I'm a. I'm getting get, into that. Go back to go back to the old man thing, dude. I yeah. love my grill. Um, <laughs> Last last year, I think it was, or year before last, my wife got me a uh, new gas grill for Father's Day, uh-huh. and I'll, I cook on that thing all the time. I, I uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, doing the podcast, I'm sure this happens to you too, and I apologize to anybody that listens that hears this, but I forget what I say and what I don't say. Does that happen all a the lot? Time. Okay. All the time, yeah. So I might have said this, but <laughs> we're talking about grilling, so I'm not really a big griller. I never have been. I have friends that love grilling, love doing briskets, smokers, green eggs. I hadn't got into smokers yet, but I haven't either, but I finally got myself a beginning of the year. I got myself a flat top, you know, like a oh yeah, gas griddle, whatever they call them, mm-hmm. Blackstone. Yep. And uh, the other day I was out there watching my steak cook and I, I actually sat there and I got down to the level of it and I watched it cook and it changed. Maybe that's why people love it so much. Because I'll tell you what, I enjoyed like those five minutes watching the <laughs> steak change. <laughs> yeah, no, I love I love to grill steaks, uh, chicken. I, yeah, I hadn't really got into smoking yet, but uh, I've thought about it. You know, it's I keep looking at going. Long hmm. Process though, so it like is. you know, s- grilling. Uh, you get those few minutes, you get to look at the steak, and that tastes good. But like, yeah, uh, smoking. That's what twelve hours could be eight hours, sixteen yeah. hours. It's long though. Yeah, somebody is uh, my actually my brother and another really good friend of ours. We all went um, camping, and my buddy brought his his smoker, and okay. it yeah he he put and it was awesome, and he put like a pork tenderloin on there, and it was absolutely awesome. But it took forever. Yeah, um, I just don't have the patience for something like that's that. That's my problem. That is my problem is is patience. Mm-hmm. I'm not known as a patient person. A lot of. I'm not. So uh, do you find ways to work on your patience with like your, I mean, everything you're doing, patience ties into it. So is that something you have to teach yourself? I work with children. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, I, I had a, I do not consider myself a patient person at all, but you uh, know, I, we, in order, or sorry, other than just like self-defense, we have like regular martial arts classes that we teach. Um, and we've got some classes of like three to six year olds. And I've had some parents sometimes look at me and go like, I can't, you have the patience of a saint. I cannot believe how patient you are. And I was like, it's because you didn't know what was going on in my mind at the moment. <laughs> so I don't know. You're, you only have one daughter. Yeah. Okay. So I have, I have more than, more than a few kids. But um, what I noticed about the kids is they don't listen at all at home. They're yeah. pretty good, like in public and at school. But what is it with kids when they just, you know, they don't yeah, listen that, to their parents? That that was my daughter, uh, growing up, especially uh, younger yeah. years. Uh, she was a, a abs- My mother looked at me and said, "I hope you grow up and have a kid just like you." And I did. <laughs> uh, very strong-willed. Uh, she would, as a little kid, she would look me straight in the eye, and just challenge me. Yeah. Um, she's just she's very very stubborn, and. Uh, Love her to death, but man, she's just like me. Well, she's, yeah, she is like you. Now she's doing the stuff that you do too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah, I, I, it drives me crazy, man. It's got <laughs> I don't, to spend time with them, like while you're doing your work stuff too, yeah. though, isn't it? 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that is, that is one really, really awesome thing about having her so involved in what we do is that she's here, you know, I mean, we, yeah. we butt heads at times, we, but never in front of anybody, you know? Right, right, right. So my, uh, my oldest, he's become like my, uh, it support. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we were out in the garage the other night trying to set up my, you know, all my stuff and the, cause you know, the truth of it is so here, before we go here. You've done it for a hundred episodes, like yeah. your audio and everything. I listen to your shows. It sounds good. Well, thank you. We've tried really what, hard. What, how long did it take you to get all that stuff right? Cause you know, here I am at 1520 and it's still all over the place. Yeah. Uh, if you go back to our first 15, it was terrible. Uh, yeah. especially like the first, I think the first five, we were just using the mic that was the phone camera. We right. just used a phone camera and just sat down and recorded us talking. And it was just really echoey and horrible. <laughs> and then it was just like a slow, steady progression through everything. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit of time. We got just a little bit of money. Uh, and I spent everything we got and a little more on better equipment. And that it was just the way we rolled through. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like as a little bit of money came in, I took that, put a little more with it and got something better until finally we ended up with like the Roadcaster Pro setup. Mm-hmm. And cool. and right now, yeah, that's... There, is it all like your work? You do it all at the one spot? Yeah. I'm there right now. Uh, yeah. This your is your office, your studio, your yeah. training center, all that. Cool. Yep. Um, I would love to have a dedicated room just for <laughs> podcasting and... Yeah. And, and videos like that, but, uh, we don't have the funds for that. (laughs) No, no, no. Um, but yeah, with, like I was saying, he was the it support guy. So I, um, we filmed, like we filmed ourselves out there and we, he started telling me stories about school and I told him like, I'm going to put this out as an episode. Like, I I feel like, you know, he can get his little audience with like, you know, kids that watch it and enjoy his stories, you know? And if not, it's still fun to do. That's, that's why I'm. At this point, I'm just going to keep putting them out because, uh, you know, it's my one-hour car ride where I get to learn something about, you know, I learned my colors yeah. of self-defense today. I learned, uh, you know, it's great. Every episode, I learn something new, you know? Yeah, it's really cool. Even when I'm doing it with uh, with the same people that we normally do, it's right. just fun to sit there and have a conversation. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you guys get to do it there live in person because that's yeah. the challenge I've been having is as much fun as this it is, you know, you know, we can get on here and I can talk to people that have platforms and want to talk about certain things. But yeah, you know, the other thing I want to do when I did this is have friends on and it's yeah. fun, but like the connections and the, you know, everything, it makes it so hard to do it right where you just want to come have fun with all the, you know, if there's four or five different people in the room and you have the delays and you have the noise and the connection yeah. issues, it's like, oh, you know, I just love to have a studio where I can do all this in one place, you know? Yeah. Uh, if you do anything where you can have two people sitting down that it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I had like, uh, when I was, when I got to fighting in some of the bigger fights, my Brazilian Jiu Jitsu instructor, uh, I had him come in, uh, for an episode and what turned into two episodes. Cause we basically just laughed and talked for yeah. a couple of hours and said, okay, we're going to take these, we're going to trim them down and we're going to have two episodes out of them. Yep. Um, yep. And that's, that's been when it's friends, it's always so much fun. I, I love doing it with people I don't know as well, you know, because yeah. uh, you get to learn stuff. When it's, it, you know, it's something special about when it was friends, because when it's friends, you guys get to tell stories and just riff and just have a fun time that way, you know? And it's still like that because that's, that's the thing. Like, I'm going to try to bring them on, you know, with guests that they're interested in. Yeah. And, and, you know, eventually I want, you know, once we have some audience members and we have some, you know, people that have topics like, anybody can come on and talk about a topic because that's that's what the show is like yeah we want to come on here we want to learn about something new have fun doing it so hopefully you know community members can be those people you know we just have to right now i'm just trying to get the content out there to build the following and build the different you know opportunities from the channel it's a it's a fun setting it's like you know it's that commute setting everybody wants that show they can listen to (laughs) yeah absolutely and i I tell people i've had some most people ask me about starting a podcast and stuff i told myself if you don't if you don't enjoy sitting down and doing it don't do it because it may not hit you know i mean ours has been like we'll grow for a little bit and we'll just kind of plateau we'll grow for a little bit and then we'll plateau and it's just been there's times when it's big if i look at the numbers too much it gets frustrating oh i'm sure yeah you can't you can't you know 
there's things you can focus on. There's things you can't because there's just too much to do. But if I just focus on the journey of that, and I'm not really good at focusing on the journey kind of person, but if I focus on the journey of the podcast itself, it's like, that's cool. I got to talk to this dude that I never would have been able to talk to, you know, had it not exactly doing a podcast. Yeah, that's the same here, man. I've gotten the, I feel uh, in the end, like I'm named my last episode a graduate graduate school episode we talked about the history of uh american income tax and there's shit on that episode that i would have never even thought was true and he, <laughs> he broke it down like like i told him like tell me like i'm a fifth grader and yeah. he taught me american tax history like i was a fifth grader and it's great uh, that episode's coming out tomorrow okay but, you know I... that's that's eventually and like even here i know we didn't touch on it as much and we're off topic now but like i will always go back to what you taught me about white yellow orange red you know like that those are the things that stick when you do these type of things yeah and i'll tell i'll tell my wife i'll tell the kids we'll get them all prepared for that maybe we'll let them watch a few videos you know (laughs) but yeah it's a it's a cool place i mean the best part about it is you get to get on here you know we 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 found each other we find other people talk have fun bullshit Eh, on to the next one and that's unfortunately you know, you have to be nice to everyone, but there can always be that one or two that's just a dud, and you're just like, eh, you know, yeah. I'll try to just keep I, that one in the background, but hey, whatever. It was worth in a hundred In a hundred episodes, I think I have, when I've done some interviews, like I said, most of it has just been us, but there's been a couple, I guess, maybe maybe just one mm-hmm. uh, that I was, I walked away going like, eh, I don't think I want them back on. Yeah, um, yeah. You for the most that. part, I mean, it's like. For the most part, it's been like, hey, that's been a lot of fun. I think I want to have this person back on our podcast, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and I hate to say this, but it's almost like, you know, as we're doing all those things and we're trying to get these people to come on the show, like during those communications, you find a little bit about a little bit about them, too, or you can kind of go into it with like a, okay, I think this is what's going to happen, but we'll see, you know? Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um. So what, what else, uh, what about, uh, music? What kind of, what kind of music you play at the gym there when you got everything going on? Yeah. Uh, what's your, what's your go-to? I don't, I don't generally have control of the music much. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. So yeah, we're in the uh, same boat. So apparently I, you know, here with all the people in and everything else, um, I, I learned that I'm still stuck in the nineties. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I still like a lot of 90s music and stuff like that you know it's funny when i was a kid you going back to your old man stuff i guess that would be one of the big things because that's when i was a kid i was like i'm not going to be one of those dudes especially when i was a young adult when i was a young adult i was like, i'm not going to be one of those guys who grows up and just still listens to the music of his youth yeah. and here i am i listen to yeah like like 90s music a lot of the 80s I, I didn't even grow up in the 80s and i still <laughs> like the 80s yeah. I listened to the 80s. I listened to some 90s. I, I grew up in like the 2000s. So, like, I always go back to the 2000s songs. Yeah. You know? And even yeah. now, like, I don't think they're that bad, but the kids are like, what the hell is this? I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It doesn't sound uh, much like, so, so, I will throw a couple things on the on the playlist okay. uh, for the school here. And yeah, I'll get a comment every now, now and then. Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, this is MC Hammer, and you will respect him. Okay. I heard Hey Macarena the other night. I hadn't heard that one in a long time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my kid, they, they were doing it in school or something. My my kindergartner came home. He kind of knew the Macarena. I'm like, where the hell did you pick this one up? I haven't seen that in 15, <laughs> yeah. 20 years. Oh, man. Um, so, do you still watch? Um, I mean, you're big into mixed martial arts. Do you still watch like UFC and stuff? So. I watched I watched UFC uh, for a very very long time, um, you know back when they were doing like it, it first started out with like one show a year and it was, it was doing two shows a year then four shows a year then six shows a year and I'm I'm keeping up with it through all this. How many are they at now? Like yeah, numbers. I kept I kept up with it probably until they were doing about a show a month and I was like, yeah. all right, this month at UFC blah, blah blah. But then once it got past that point where it's like it's it's too much to keep up with anymore. And it's just, and everybody loves it, and that's great. I'm glad. I'm glad it's really taken off. These guys are actually making really good money at this point in time. That's awesome. I love it for them. The, my problem is living a very busy life. I can't keep up with it. No. And I'll catch a fight every now and then, but I don't know any of the guys anymore, hardly. Well, that's, I mean, 
it sucks. But like, as I've gotten older, you start losing touch with things like that. Like, you know, it's harder to follow teams. And like you said, harder to follow uh, UFC, but harder to follow TV series. You don't see movies like when they come out, (laughs) like the kids just take the, you know, they take the cake, they get whatever they want. We just get what's left. I'm trying to hold on to still watch baseball, but like outside of that, that's about all I can keep up with anymore. Good for you. So. <laughs> Good for you. Um, I don't watch get much of it, but you know. Who's your team I, in baseball? Uh, the Yankees. Oh, so, so at least you have a good team. Yeah. Uh, um, I was big into baseball. My team is the Pirates. So as you can okay. imagine, it doesn't yeah. give you much to root for anymore. You yeah. know, you have your one year. We had our one year like what, five, uh, <laughs> ten years ago, maybe. I don't know. Yeah made the playoffs and we lost in our one game playoff and that was it. <laughs> maybe, maybe we made the first round. I don't know, but you know, that was it. But like the Yankees, Red Sox, Dodgers, those teams, they can, they keep getting there, you know, every yeah. few years. So that's good. Yeah. My, my grandfather was a huge Yankees fan, uh, big into baseball, stuff like that. That's kind of where I just fell in love with watching baseball, playing baseball growing up. And yep. then, uh, yeah, I, I, I lost connection to a lot of that for years. And then, I kept telling my wife, I said, at some point in time, when I have a little more time, I'm going to get that MLB network because I want to watch baseball again. And I kept yeah, saying that. And yeah, finally, one year, I was just like, screw it. I'm just going to watch baseball. <laughs> yep. So. Yep. Um, I just coached. Uh, I didn't plan on coaching. <laughs> they needed a Most coach people that tell me they're coaching stuff that hasn't planned on coaching. So. Five, six years old. You know, it, it's always that email. <laughs> we need one more coach. We have 56 yeah. players and only four coaches. We need one more. <laughs> yeah. I'll assistant coach if you need me. Oh, we don't need assistance. Yeah. All yeah. right. But yeah, so I coached a five, six year old team. Um, I thought that would be fun, honestly. I, okay. So here's how I'll phrase it to you I coached fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, like through the years. I've coached basketball teams in those ages. Okay. Um, okay. Wasn't bad. Fifth and sixth, you know. All right, it was tough, but once they got to seventh, eighth, ninth, it was pretty good. And and the best part about it was, you know, I used to play basketball and stuff, and I enjoy it. So mm-hmm. I used to play against the ninth graders. In ninth grade, I can still win pretty much. You know, yeah. they, they yeah. they're good, but I can still beat them. Once they get to like tenth, eleventh, twelfth, they're probably going to kick my ass. So <laughs> that was a good. That was a good age. Like they they picked it up. They did pretty good. Of course, when you get to the game, nobody knows anything. I don't know what that is, but that's that's my <laughs> coaching, I guess. But, uh, yeah, so that was good. But now I went back down with my younger one. I did three four-year-old baseball last year. I helped out and didn't change much this year. Five, six-year-old baseball. <laughs> I know it's said all the time. I know it's a, a joke and everybody says it, but it's hurting cats. And there's yeah, nothing yeah. else that is exactly right like that. It's hurting cats. They're running all over the place. They're playing in the dirt. They're not listening. They don't do anything you teach them to do in practice. They do perfect in the game I, it's it's one of the oddest things i've ever seen mm-hmm. so yeah, we I had a, not, yeah. i'm gonna tell myself i will not coach five six year old <laughs> t-ball again but yeah, deep yeah. down i know that i have another one coming through the ranks and i probably will we'll see what happens yeah yeah yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I give you credit for that though teaching the kids and things i mean that's it's got to be tough but it, you're doing it and you get it's fun though fun. i mean it gets aggravating it's at times, times but it is but fun it, uh, what's the what's the youngest uh, person that came through your training that ended up taking you down and kind of surprising you, kicked your butt? Anybody get you in like a good chokehold or anything? <laughs> um, I've had a few that I refused. I think I've let something break before I did it through the years. <laughs> um, it's like n- no, uh, I got well. I got this guy. He is um, he started me when he was a kid as well. He's mm-hmm. now moved away. He's a police officer now. He's huge. Okay. I mean, he's like. I don't know. He's like six, two, six, three, and two seventy five or something like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm like five nine. Uh, <laughs> but I know we were. Uh, he had moved away for a little bit. He came back, and we were sparring. And I was, I thought, man, he's he's really stayed with it. He's really, but now he's got size on his with him. Yeah. And he caught me with a hook, man. It just dropped me. And I went down and grabbed his legs and started trying to take him down. <laughs> he, t- he never knew that he dropped me. He, he had no earthly idea. Uh, cause I, I just like, just grabbed going to the ground trying to get, 
Yeah. <laughs> you just, I, I've learned how to just fake that at that point in yeah. time. So at least they don't okay, think good. that. Good. Kept so, your composure. I, I do my best to kind of keep a uh, safe face as much as possible in those yeah, situations. That's good. That's good. Definitely. I just had a funny story that I was going to say. I'm going to have to pause here and think about what the hell was I going to tell you? <laughs> speaking of old man stuff it was something it was yeah that see that's my mind does that that's i'll cut this out sorry but um that's why i called it rabbit holes because i was thinking like man i can't stay focused i can't remember where we're at so we'll just call it rabbit holes because we're always going to go up down around back you know we we end up back where we're going but um oh well i blanked but anyway um, i was diagnosed with ad adult add and uh oh really yeah, the doctor was like, hey, man, I can get you on some Adderall or, so, or something. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. But now there are days where I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe Adderall is a decent thing because, I mean, I yeah. can't focus no. on crap. Okay. So I, I remember where it was I was going to touch. You told me your height. You're 5'9", so I'm 5'9", yeah. too. Okay. Uh, what's your driver's license say? Uh, now it says 5'9". You your driver's license, don't you? You, have to, you write down how tall you are. Yeah, now it says 5'9". Okay. Mine's, uh, <laughs> mine says 5'9", too, but I'll tell you, like, all through, like, high school and in my 20s i always claimed i was 510 i, I guess i oh. thought it was but i was never 510 so like my driver's license said 510 and i was 59 and then another embarrassing thing i found out about myself is i didn't even find this out until recently i always wore like a size 10 and a half or 11 shoe i never like tried shoes on i always just ordered 10 mm. and a half or 11 you know well, now, come to find out, I kind of wear a 10 because I can almost fit like a nine and a half. So I'm like a 10. Oh, wow. I'm wearing the wrong shoe size. <laughs> now, uh, I wear a size 14 4E. So, I mean, I, okay. like, I'm short and like huge feet. Uh, yeah, so. See, you, you know that then because that's something you have to get special. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard to find. I know I was at a shoe store uh, not that long ago, actually. And I was on an aisle and I pulled down some 14s. And I was trying them on and I walked around to see if another, I thought I might get these because you don't have many choices when you wear a no, size 14 for you. I don't even know where you buy something like that. Uh, it, you can't find them very often. Uh, so I go around to another aisle looking to see if I could find some. Well, there's this lady come down the aisle that I was just on and she looks, she goes, my gosh, who in the world wears a 14 E? And I thought, I'm not even going back over there now. <laughs> Yeah, just just walk around a little bit till she's out of there. Yeah, uh, you were talking about the the license. Actually, mine was the opposite. I hit a big growth spurt after I turned fifteen. Okay. Um, so my I was five foot four when I got my permit. Oh wow! So I was like twenty five or twenty six or something like that. Finally, when I went back, and I, my license still said five four. <laughs> yeah. So when I got my license renewed, I was like, uh, we need probably to change this because um, I'm no longer a 5'4". Yeah, were you were you small through like middle school and like uh, beginning of high school? Because I, yes. I was too. I didn't I didn't grow until probably I think like junior senior year. Same yeah. thing. I shot up like that. But like yeah. now, my mom had worked in the middle school and even my kids. But like I remember going to the middle school and all the seventh and eighth graders were taller than me. I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. I'm an adult. Every middle schooler. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I get that in here, you know, all the time. Yeah, and I'm working sure. with kids and like some of these kids come in, I'm looking at them. They're, they're like, I'm looking them in the eye and, and I'm like, how old are you? Or what grade are you in? It's like, I'm in eighth grade. I was like, can't believe it, man. I don't Things like you. Have <laughs> Things have changed. Yeah. With that being said, I mean, we're, we're going to wrap it up here because I like to keep all the episodes around around an hour or so, and we're, we're coming up on that. Um, before we go, Brian, I want to thank you. I had a great time on here with you oh, tonight. Thank you. And, uh, yes, sir. Like I said, there's things that stick with you. So that that's why I love, you know, my show, what I'm doing, you know, bringing you on here tonight, getting to talk about self-defense because there's parts of it that will stick. Uh, there's parts of it maybe that they'll go watch and watch your videos. I don't think anybody around me is close to you, but you know, maybe somebody is that saw the video. Um, but you know, if nothing else, like it's out there to help, you know, that, yeah, that's absolutely. The thing. Um, so go ahead and tell everybody one more time, like, you know, where they find you, um, give us a little bit of that and then I'll, I'll send us out here and then just stick back. We'll talk a little bit once I get the recording. All right. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. We're pretty much impact defense on everything. We have impact defense podcast, impact defense on YouTube, impact defense on Facebook, impact defense on TikTok. So 
and cool. Impact Defense on uh, Instagram as well. Brian Moretz with Impact Defense. Thanks for joining us. Yes, sir. Uh, absolutely. All of our audience that that listened through to this episode, you know, whether they're from other parties that came to the show or whether, you know, Brian's parties come to the show to watch, you know, please stick around because that's what we're doing here on the platform. It's kind of whatever we want it to be. I'll take community suggestions. You know, we'll talk to the community. We'll bring on people with the topics they want to hear. Uh, we're here to have fun. Uh, tomorrow, a graduate. Well, you're not going to hear it like this, but what is today? Today's uh, November 10th. We're going to have uh, tax history, income tax history. Great topic. You know, we've got uh, self-defense we're going to have coming up. We're going to have an episode with my son. We're going to have the armed fishermen. Uh, we're talking pop culture tomorrow. So mm, there's something like we fun. can't talk about here, right? <laughs> We learned self-defense tonight. So, Brian, thank you very much. Visit him at Impact Defense. And, uh, you know, we look forward to seeing you all in the next one. Thanks again. See you, Brian. Mm, See you. Thank you. Say what I feel.